the Justice Department releasing a review today of the failed law enforcement response to the 2022 Uvalde shooting at the school. More than a year after the tragedy, 19 children dead, two teachers as well, family members speaking today in Uvalde. The failures that had happened, um, we just kind of, it makes more clarity now because it's written and now it's set in stone and what we thought is true. A 575-page report on the armed massacre in Uvalde. ABC's Jim Ryan is in Uvalde. Jim, it felt like a very somber. I, I don't know if people are sensing closure from today's release of this report. How would you characterize it? Not closure. I think some here in this community, it's uh, in, including uh, the folks, the family members who were there to hear Attorney General Merrick Garland talk about uh, about this report. Their hope it is is that it's a beginning. Uh, they want to see charges filed against some of the uh, the police officers who responded, some of the police commanders at least, uh, but also some of those lower level, lower ranking officers. Uh, they believe that uh, the level of malfeasance and negligence related to the response on May 24, 2022, rises to the level of criminal charges. The uh, district attorney here in Uvalde had planned to impanel a grand jury before the end of 2023 to take a look at that, consider charges. That didn't happen. Uh, Now, many in this community are hoping uh, that uh, in the next few months that a grand jury is seated to look at potential criminal charges. The single most critical failure here that this report talks about is just not eliminating the threat, not taking out the shooter quick enough. But they go into a lot of other details, too, including about what happened in the hallways afterwards and what happened at the community centers. What are some of your biggest takeaways? Because this is a massive report. Well, it is. Uh, And I asked one of the family members uh, today whether she learned anything from this, from her reading of it. Uh, She said the one thing she learned was that the crime scene was compromised after the shooter had been killed. And after the children, the teacher, you know, after it had been cleared out, essentially, this was still a crime scene. And yet unauthorized people were walking through there. That's what the DOJ report showed. And that's what was surprising to family members here. Uh, but, you know, so I think that there there is some hope on the part of family members that this will be used as a, you know, basis for, for criminal charges at some point. It may or may not be. Uh, Attorney General Garland is hoping, Jessica, that it's in, instead used as a training manual for police departments. Well, and where do we go from here? Because you hope that this report helps prevent school shootings in the future, but I think a lot of people are criticizing the fact that maybe there's nothing in there that actually proves, I mean, you can't prove that that will happen. No. Well, you can't, and, and it probably is going to happen, and, you, and you know, that's, I think, a different discussion. How do you prevent something like this from happening? Is it, you know, is it, is it about guns? Is it about mental health? Uh, but But the response is what the police have to be concerned with after this. You know, so I think that, uh, you know, that that, that, uh, police commanders around the country probably are sitting down today and reading this report online to see what they can do with their own communities to ensure that what happened here doesn't happen to them. So, Jim, beyond police commanders, the the report doesn't name the hundreds of lower ranking officers who were sent to the elementary school. Why were those names left out of this 575 page report? 
Well, Garland was asked about that today, and uh, you're right. Uh, the lower-ranking folks that they, that he says they may have done nothing wrong at all, they were following the orders of their commanders, why should their names be listed in this report? Uh, the ranks of those officers and their departments are listed there, but uh, not their names. And family members say, look, my, my daughter's name is out there because she was killed. She doesn't have a right to privacy. Why should police officers who were there to try to save her life have their own privacy. If you go back to Rob Elementary 2022 when this happened uh, afterwards, you know, the the first story was kind of like, we have some heroes, you know, people rushed in and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, oh, no, that is not the story. That's not really what happened. So in the days after that, there was some concern of a cover-up. This report certainly helps with that, getting all of the evidence out there. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think that's that was a big goal here. In, in effect, the mayor, the guy who was mayor yes. at the time, is the one who asked the DOJ to come in and conduct this uh, investigation to try to turn over every stone. Uh, but you're right. Early on, I remember the governor came here. I was here and he held a news conference and said, these police, brave police, police officers ran into toward the gunfire. And, you know, the next day he's screaming at his staff because he said they gave him bad information about that. So, yeah, I, I think everybody felt uh, like they got some some bad info about this situation. Yeah, difficult day in Uvalde, Texas. Jim Ryan of ABC joining us live from Uvalde. Jim, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. See you.